What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to another episode of CGX Cast. This is episode 54. It is good to be back here. Just want to say shout outs to Hell Monkey for holding the last podcast down. Man, this is going to be an exciting podcast, man. I cannot wait to get into it. We have our finest here. We're missing some people. We're missing Holtz. We're missing Ben. Um, but I feel like we have a good, good. Um, panel today and I feel like discussions are going to go pretty well so I uh, just want to let you guys know uh, I, I don't do this but I should start doing this more often we have two other channels um, you guys check it out if you're into VR we have started covering cloud game VR and also if you're into like streaming watching YouTubers stream uh, cloud gaming stuff we're really focusing on expanding that too so definitely check us out with that but just want to take a sec to talk to the members of the panel and also include you guys who are watching um and man we got so much to talk about and i'm excited to be back man i can't stress that enough so let's get into this man panel members we'll start with gtp how are you doing sir what have you been playing what platform yeah, I am doing good. It's nice to see you back again too, Ace, even though we did have a good time last week. Yeah, that's good, <laughs> um, good stuff. For the most part, gaming, I haven't gotten to do a lot. Um, I finished up like my last hour or two of Psychonauts um, that I was trying to finish up. And last night, uh, because of Ben, who isn't here, I was hoping he would be, <laughs> but um, I got into Lost in Random, and I started playing it through EA Play uh, for, uh, Pro on PC, um, did a little shadow and I jumped and I bought it on Xbox and started playing it there too. I really like it. It's a really good game. I've probably already done something like five or six hours since last night uh, when I got into it. So it's not an expensive game. I think I have it for 28 bucks on Xbox. But uh, if you like something that might be mixed between like Nightmare Before Christmas and Alice in Wonderland when it comes to the atmosphere and the, the artwork and all that kind of stuff, it would definitely be a game uh, you might want to check out. Cool, cool. Did you beat Psychonaut, you said? Yeah, the second one. I wow. did the first, I replayed the first one before it came out, and then I cool. uh, played through the second one. It's only like, depending on how you play it, you can do 10 to 13 hours and kill that game, okay. which is something I like because, you know, we yeah. get short on time. Yeah. So, like, when I know <laughs> I can actually beat a game, I'll actually, like, hit it. Like, I'll go for it. And, um, you know, even though I'm still mostly a local hardware guy, I got to be honest, I've been doing more and more cloud gaming, and I probably only beat Psychonauts 2 because of xCloud, because of so many more ways I was able to to play it so it's it's really becoming exciting for me um the amount of cloud gaming i've been doing i was gonna say because you make content right it's it's we had this conversation about like it's difficult for you to really get into games and complete it so this is like a huge achievement for you right yeah 
yeah, <laughs> yeah to actually like, get through it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude. And, and I've been embracing cloud more for that reason, because I just noticed that with something like a Kishi or a Backbone, right. the phone is much more feasible for certain games. The iPad is certainly great because you have a bigger screen, because I don't really like the smaller screen for a lot of games. But yeah, it's really opened up a lot more doors where even when I have things going on on the computer for content, I might have my iPad sitting here with uh, Stadia or Luna or GeForce Now or whatever up playing a little bit, pause it, go back to editing. I mean, you just fit it in a lot easier to get more done. For sure, for sure. Good to see you, my dude. Again, uh, we were just talking about this in the background. This is like my first time seeing you in person, yeah. like in quite some time. Or yeah, it's been a busy summer for a lot yeah, of us, but I think we're sure. I think we're kind of settling back into yeah. to normal routines. So right, right, good stuff, good stuff. How are you, Duncan? What have you been playing, sir? What platform? I have been doing my usual and playing across an absolute range of stuff. And uh, I think that's a good point uh, you've raised there. I think people don't realize when you're actually out there making content and doing things and reporting and going on these shows, actually play, sitting down and playing games has become a bit of a luxury at times, even though I've been able to play a fair bit, but actually sitting down to complete games and things, it, it gets really, really difficult. But uh, this, uh, this week I have been playing... A load of different games. I've been flittering between the uh, few there. Uh, I unfortunately started playing Slay the Spire again. I, I got I kicked that addiction, and now I'm back <laughs> back playing it again. And it's it, it is absolutely really bad. But I, I'll shout out a couple. I'll shout out uh, two games which I have been playing. Uh, one is that, that well, we're going to be coming on to this later. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. No, this was last week's one, so it doesn't matter. It's Yuki Diving this Express on GFN. Uh, that was an epic pregame uh, last week. I have been uh, putting some time into that as a nice little chill-out game. And I've also put in uh, some time in Neon Abyss, which is on Humble Bundle. Uh, for this uh, month so if you're on GFN uh, there's three games uh, you can pick up on Humble Bundle I pay a grand total of £4 a month for all them games where it's about $6 I pay for Humble Bundle and I, I, I got that this month and I'm really enjoying that yeah, Humble uh, Bundle is dope. I keep forgetting. Um, it's very affordable, and you get some really good deals that you can use either Shadow GFS now to access game-wise. But good stuff, man. Duncan, it's always good to have you on here, my dude, for sure. All right, let's check in with Gamer. How are you, sir? What have you been playing? What platform? I'm good, man. Um, I've been playing a lot of uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, locally. Yeah, locally, I had to revisit it. the The um, new DLC kind of reeled me back in a little bit. Um, okay. Tried out a bit of uh, True Colors, Life is Strange, um, yeah. via G- GFN, a little bit yeah. on Stadia. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's another one that I uh, I'm kind of just enjoying that like a movie. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really push that forward too much. Yeah. You, you just kind of sure. go for the ride, man. For but sure. Yeah, but that's about it, man. Just yeah, I've isolated my gaming. It's been cut in half working on a few big uh, projects. So I haven't had okay. a ton of time, but those are the two I've been dealing with mainly. That's awesome, man. Life is Strange yeah. is the same thing. It's one of those games that you put on and you just enjoy, man. It's yeah. Like, it yeah. is like a movie. It's pretty Yeah, cool. it is, man. It is. I like it. 
Awesome. So how is uh, the new DLC for Assassin's Creed? Are you like, yeah, um, it, it's great, man, because it's, you know, Assassin's Creed is so vast. It's, it's easy to fall out of it. Yeah. That isn't a game you can just play, play and play and get locked in without right. um, diverting your, your attention elsewhere. So sure. when the, um, when the new DLC drop, you can kind of just jump right into it. You, you don't have to complete the main quest line. You, you can just jump all over the place, which is great. So for me, man, I, I hit France and, checked it out and uh, it's absolutely i think it's better than the main quest line honestly i, I can i can play that all day i, I enjoy awesome. it quite a bit yeah it's, it's great that's cool well gotta get back into that game always say it but never really <laughs> do it but yeah good stuff overall monkey how are you sir and again shout outs for holding the last podcast but how you been doing what have you been playing what platform Thanks, man. Yeah, it was a lot of fun last week, to be fair. Um, <clears throat> so this week, uh, oof, I've caught the bug. <laughs> I, I've been playing New World. It is uh, gosh. a fair play to Amazon Game Studio. The last okay. two games I've tried to make, have, they were dreadful, to, <laughs> to put it mildly. But New World is on a different level, man. i tell you how good it is as well. Um, that sort of game, the open world, the crafting, the alchemy, etc. Not generally my cup of tea. I don't really spend a lot of time playing those games, those types of games. But it's got me hooked, man. Yeah, you probably noticed from our Discord, I'm asking Chief about things and that because yeah, he, yeah. he's been enjoying the game as well. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you guys know I'm controller player. I was brought up with consoles, so it's always been controller. So I'm sort of learning the ropes with keyboard and mouse here, and I'm enjoying it because, you know, it's all level-related as well, so if I just stay within a nice little region, uh, do some missions, do some quests and that, level up nice and slowly. I'm really enjoying the game, but there's a lot there as well for the hardcore, you know, open-world uh, gamers um, that are really good on the keyboard and mouse, of course, Uh there's a ton, an absolute ton of customization, you know, customizing your weapons, your outfits, repairing your weapons. There's loads to think about, loads to keep your brain ticking over. I've been playing that on Shadow as well, and um, it's been really good, really, really good, really enjoying it. And uh, other than that, um, trying to get this VR set up for Cloud, man, it's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> Chief seems to have took. So oh, we've been man. talking back and forth about how difficult this is to uh, set it up, okay? Yeah. And um, Chief seems to have took everything I've done wrong, yeah. and so I went by that. And he's having some good results. Yeah. So that VR link that I put in the in the chat, guys, if you're interested in VR and you don't have a high end PC, you know, give it a check out. Chief's got yeah. some preparations there for some nice videos. And I think I know a way now to get it working Do via you? the mobile. Via the mobile, I've been reading up more as well. So if you don't have a high-end PC, I will hopefully sometime next week have a guide up for that. I believe yeah. I've just about got it. And I'm one more shift tomorrow at work. I'm off Monday <laughs> to Friday. That crack? is my goal. I'll probably not oh, finish man. it to about midnight Friday, but I'll get there. I don't yeah. give up. <laughs> So, so yeah, that's that's been yeah. my week, man. That's cool, man. Good to have you on here, monkey. And again, Thanks. guys, like we're hard at work, and I haven't really you see it right there for me. But like, 
I haven't really got the time to dive in as much as Monkey and Chief have been trying to crack. Um, just cloud gaming VR, there's, there's a lot of potential there, um, but it's just really complicated and difficult. But the goal is for us to show you guys how you can do it to where you guys are not ripping your hair out like we did. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Monkey... That's <laughs> where all my hair <laughs> Monkey was this close to really sending his back, man. It just it was it's it's a it's a complicated process, but hopefully we can crack it to make it easier for you guys. That's the goal. But yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So I've been gaming, man. It's it's pretty exciting time for me right now because as you guys know, I like story driven games and life is strange true colors, man. This is the game is nice graphically, story-wise. It just has my attention. And I wasn't aware of this because that game has been out and I've been playing a lot. Um, Tales of Arise came out. It came out. So I had no idea about that game. Found out it came out yesterday. Downloaded it through Shadow. By the way, it runs beautiful. And I'm going to upload the gameplay video on the XS channel so you guys can see. But it runs so well. And that game is absolutely incredible. I wish Holtz was on here so we can go back and forth with this game. But if you guys haven't played Tales of Arise, it's a PC game. So you got to use Shadow because it's not on GFN. But loving, loving that game right now. So it's pretty cool. I have Life is Strange still working through that. And then I have uh, Tales of Arise. So those games are going to keep me pretty occupied this this month for sure and we'll talk about luna too because a lot just released on there but yeah that's been my gaming session um for this week man it's good to actually game it's crazy but yeah go ahead yeah sorry i'm biting my luck see i I was i forgot to mention tales of arise this was one that i wasn't too sure about um but having you say that is I nearly pulled the trigger, man. I was watching the gameplay videos and yeah. the um, the trailers and everything last night. I just came out the blue, by the way. I don't know yeah. where that came from. Yeah. Well under the radar. I was right. watching it last night. I was like, this looks incredible. Yeah. But I was thinking, is it one of these games that looks great? And you jump in and it's not right. as good as it, as it looks. But you've seen that, man. I'm pulling the trigger. I'm pulling the trigger. I might just do it right now, actually. Yeah, so I was in the fence until I watched uh, IGN's review, and they gave it a 9 out of 10. So I was like, all right, I'm sold. Let's go. And, man, telling you guys this. If you like JRPGs, this is a good one. And the fact that you can play it on Shadow and it runs well, give it a look. Good stuff overall. All right, so let's say what up to you guys who are on here, who are watching. Appreciate you guys watching. And again, the goal is to include you guys in discussion pieces as uh, we do talk about them. And thank you guys for doing the polls. It's pretty cool to see this, you know, going on. Luna right now, again, 28 of you guys voted. Luna's in at a 54%. Stadius is 7 GeForce Now is at 25, Xbox Cloud Gaming is at 14, and Gamer said earlier, if Luna don't come out on top, then this is rigged, right? Because again, this <laughs> is just an incredible week for them, but we'll, we'll get right. Let's actually start with Luna right now, but before we do, what's up, Rigged Tone, Make of Chaos, good to see you on here. 
Zero Games for me. What's up, Dante? Hope I'm saying your name right. What's good? Thank you for being here, joining. Polar, what's up, man? Always a big fan coming on here. Also a member. Really appreciate you here for sure. Holtz, what's up? Can you make it, my dude? Let's see. Defo. All right. Cool. Luna wins. All right. Yeah, let me know if you can make it. I know this stuff going on, but if you can make it, that will be great for sure. Key for what is good, Lurk. <laughs> Alright, 2K grind, but okay. Yeah, we'll we'll get into 2K again. That's uh that's a game that's missing from uh Google Stadia. So we'll talk more about that when we talk about Stadia. Alright, so we've done all of that. Let's get right into this, man. Talk about Amazon Luna to begin, right? So Luna had a huge week this week. They added a new channel, which is a family channel with over 30 games, right? They let us know that another channel was in the making with a retro channel. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see what games comes with that. They added a feature called Luna Couch. And it's incredible. I've actually tried this with my sister who's in Atlanta, Georgia, and it works really well. And then they added more device supports, tablet, Chromebooks. And um, this actually, GTP kind of pointed this out. There's a new Fire Stick, a 4K Fire Stick that should be coming out later this year that has Wi-Fi 6 and is designed to take advantage of streaming luna well so it's going to be pretty interesting to see how that compares to the google tv chromecast and it's going to be interesting to see if google you know creates something to kind of battle that but good stuff overall so just want to start with you guys um these other things that we'll get about when it comes to luna like uh, new world and how that possibly might become but just with the news this week, let's check in with the panel, see what you guys have to say about this. So to get started, GTP, let's start with you. How was the Luna news for you this week? I mean, I was surprised because I knew something was coming because they've been really quiet. But this was a pretty big drop all at once. Um, you know, it, sure. it, because of the family channel, we what, they wound up adding like 39 games. Yeah. Now, not all those are accessible through like Luna Plus. Some of those are locked behind that, you know, the, the family channel subscription, which I did sign up for so that I can get into, you know, covering that. I mean, bad, look, right? <laughs> look, for over 35 pretty darn good kids games in there. Like yeah. if you're thinking like I know my nephew, there's quite a few things in there he'll jump into it'll be good oh, for yeah. my son like for three bucks a month yeah. and they're going to be adding more games and, oh, and yeah. we can trust them on that because they've done a good job of that so far i was like wow this is this is a good deal like so far i'm looking at 5.99 and 2.99 and i know that's like probably beta pricing but that's impressive right now um that on top of the uh i think the new that new channel the value for that and the luna couch feature it, are the two big bigger pieces of of what all the news was even though there's so much more than that yeah and i did try the luna couch as well and i'm trying to work together some kind of video for that too because it worked flawlessly i mean yeah. it was the easiest so i've ever good. had to like yo man here's your code jump right. on because the um you know uh, jojo naraku i talk about my buddy joe sometimes he doesn't have luna he, he only has geforce now he doesn't do a lot of cloud and i sent him that code and not being a subscriber nothing he was able to 
to do that. Um, so we're going to be working on stuff with that. I just, I just thought that was so good. The way they implemented that, like it's well thought out. And I think the UI just keeps getting better for Luna, like the overall app and and the, I, I know you're on the web, but on the app now, and I think it might be on the web too. When you go into settings, there's now a what's new tab, which didn't used to be yeah. there. And it gives you a list of what's new a lot like um, it does when you launch the uh, app the first time. But now you can go in there and check anytime for what's new. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's just overall a, a powerful news drop for, for Luna and got me really excited because I knew this was the kind of stuff that was coming. Um, Prime members playing for free was another cool feature. Yeah. That's like a seven day thing, but they could roll that with different games and really keep. Yeah. I, and I think that's probably what they'll wind up doing. So, you know, if they can throw three, four, five, six games up there, you right. know, and rotate those in and out and let people that are on Prime jump in and try them, that's great. I don't know if you fired up your Fire Stick or anything recently, but if you get on there now, there's a banner immediately that says Prime members play Luna for free. That's and like awesome. it takes you into it. Just, yeah, the, the advertising is everywhere. So, really, really good stuff for Luna. Yeah, I'm just looking at this, and this is definitely different from when did they update this? Sometime last week, right? Yeah. Even Couch Games wasn't here, and so they right. made a section for it now, and then they have mouse and keyboard games. They have a section, so it's like they always update this, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, and they have the family channel down there. They have, they're starting to break things down really, really well. Um, and I want to see like at the top purple bar that you have there or in the app where it's on the side, I would like to see the channels we're subscribed to listed so I could click it and just see them quickly there too. That would be really cool, but I'm sure things like that'll come. But, um, and then you have that page for couch. When you click that, it instantly shows you every couch game that you can jump into. You can put your code in there. It's, it's just really well thought out. It's really simple. Right. Good stuff overall. Let's check in with Duncan and how what's the, what's your take on the Luna news for this this week? Absolutely awful. They need to really <laughs> step this up. Something shocking. Uh, uh, I I think it. I think it. I think the biggest shock about this is it just dropped out from nowhere. Uh, I think we we thought they were working behind the scenes doing doing a lot and. Now they have decided, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to start pushing this out here. And it's, it's we've been talking about for a while, this does, um, I know we're going to be coming on to this, it does all seem to be shaping up for New World because uh, I think everything, the pieces are coming together and I think they've been holding this back because this family channel actually showed up a couple of months ago. Did, uh, it, yeah. And then it went away again. So we knew that this channel was coming. And uh, I think this is absolutely class. Uh, I can't wait to hear what Gamer TV says because I know he has been testing the couch uh, feature. <laughs> but the family channel, there's so much positive in that. It, it, the price point is absolutely brilliant at the two ninety nine. Um, when you look at other platforms, and when I say other platforms, I am meaning other platforms, not just the one. Two ninety nine, and you get access to all these games. The way I would describe it, is there's games here I want to play in this family channel. It yeah. isn't. It isn't just a kids channel. Like yeah. uh, I'll show you what a game people I think are beginning to learn. What sort of games I like? The Bridge Constructor. I like Bridge Constructor. There, Spitlings is an absolute laugh uh, as well. If you get uh, playing with people, and. Uh, 
he doesn't like SpongeBob uh, or Transformers Battlegrounds. This is the power of the subscription here, $2.99, and you could get this set aside, and you know these are all going to be kids-safe games to play with. The Prime stuff is absolutely class as well, and if you look at the games which have actually put on for the Prime, it is four completely different games. There is probably something there for everybody. You've got the sort of shooter in Metro, you've got a horror game in... uh, Resident Evil, you have a kids game, I, th- I can't remember. Monster Boy and Kid Mary. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, your platformer in Monster Boy and your completely kids game in uh, Calamari. It is a good mix there. And the sleeper one there, which it's getting actually overlooked, is the one is, is Smite was added as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, I think this has been extremely strong uh, for them, and this is what we've been wanting for in a long time. And this is where this is going to become really, really valuable. Smite is has got a fair, I'm not going to say a massive viewership on Twitch, but it's got a fair bit. And then you've got the click to play icon on Twitch. Come and play this on Luna away you go. There's just so much positive here going on for Lena and hurry up and get over into the UK. <laughs> Which I, I do want to talk about that too. As as we're all discussing here, this is good news, but there's still some stuff that I feel like they can do to make this platform even better. And that's expansion. So we'll get into that here in a bit. But yeah, guys, Smith is online. And it's available on Luna. And just like uh, Duncan was saying, it's kind of a sleeper. Because there's just a lot of news that just just went under the radar. It's a good game. Played it. It actually ran really well on Luna. But Game of TV, let's get into you, sir. What What's your take on the news for Luna this week? Uh, you know, uh, it's kind of what, what we've been waiting for. I, um, I'm not going to repeat much of what everyone else has said, but it's fantastic. Um I'll, I'll add a short story. So like a TLDR, this thing, right? Um, I have a kid. Uh, he doesn't live with me. He's seven years old. The couch feature is fantastic. I'll say that much. It, it, could, it has connected us over gaming in a way in which I always hoped cloud would. Um, so I, I realized, you know, there, there's been a lot of cool cloud features elsewhere. But this has been the single cloud feature that has proven why cloud even matters i mean aside from the convenience right no download hard drive space all of that jazz is cool but in terms of the true reason why you're going to game with cloud this feature wise this has been the best and the biggest one for me personally um so yeah that that's why i'm all in on what they've done the games they've added um you can, we can call them shuttle drops, right? <laughs> but I mean, they shuttle drop like 30 games on us <laughs> and new channels. So, no, it, it's fantastic, man. It, it's great. Can't be beat. Cool. Good stuff overall. How about you, Monkey? What's your take here, man? Uh, can I just say, Gamer, that is a fantastic uh, little piece here, man. That's, uh, yeah, that's just brilliant, mate. Honestly, I don't have a lump in my throat or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing to see. Yeah, look, wow, this took us by surprise this week, man. Um, I don't want to go over too much, like Gamer said, what everyone else has said, but what I did notice uh, when I was writing up the article for this 
The Family Channel is advertised at $2.99. It doesn't say early access price like what the Luna Plus channel is. So I imagine unless they drop another significant amount of games onto the channel down the line, shall we see a price rise? Probably not, um, you know, unless they are offering extremely good value. So it looks like it's just going to be $2.99 throughout. Um yeah, I, the only complaint I have, it's still US only. It's yeah. all absolutely fantastic news. That Luna Couch feature, the fact that you don't have to have Luna, all you need is a compatible device and you can, you know, play local multiplayer or multiplayer games. Just brilliant, man. And this is what Cloud's all about, you know, bringing people together that don't game in the same platforms. We always call out for cross-play and things like that but this is in my opinion just as good a feature when it comes to cloud uh i think it's i think it's been a great week but us only is still a bit of a downer yeah. other than that i think everyone's covered uh what you wanted to talk about so far um yeah great week cool so i'm looking at the family channel and says stream on two device at the same time play together with local on or uh, on this selection of games. So my thing is, I mean, Google Stadia has the family share, which I think can you can share with up to six or maybe seven people. I can't remember. But it's different because with Stadia, right, Once one, it, it's only one person can play the game that you purchase. But with this, if you share your code, you can, like Game was saying, him and his son, like literally play the game without him having i mean i think that's huge man it's huge i, I, I don't see get, anyone else doing that yeah go ahead i'm going to give an idea for one of your uh, video for you because we can't obviously do this at this moment uh could you have two people streaming on luna at once and then sharing the code as well so you could have three or four people playing at the same time what do you tell me more what do you mean <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Hellmonkey has worked out. So that's that's actually a great idea. Um, so basically what he's saying is, is um, so if you and, say, someone else in your house was uh, playing the same game from oh, your one account, okay. can you both generate a code and send that to two other people? And then there's, like, four of you. I don't know if that would be possible. Definitely something to try, though. How okay yeah yeah what i don't know if that'll work but it'd be good to try but at the same time i can see we have to test this out but mm -hmm. local multiplayer in one house send the code and then that family can like play a game that has multiplayer but play co-op so mm -hmm. you know with two controls the two controls here we got some testing to do, man. <laughs> so, uh, do you know what? Do you know what you should do first? Send me your code and see. If no, it, it doesn't work. Here. It doesn't. Ah, What a try! GTC, I might just we'll, we'll do some testing, man. <laughs> I might just fire up the fire up the VPN, man, and just go for it and see what it's Why like. Why don't you guys do that? You should. You should. Might not be the best performance, but at least you yeah. have the experience. Yeah. But yeah, I guys this is 
This was news that I don't think anyone saw coming. Duncan was saying earlier, right, we got the family channel being leaked, but I thought it was just going to be like a channel with five games at most. These people came with 30 plus games, you know, 299 price tag. I mean, this is incredible. And then a feature that is, I would say this feature is revolutionary. You know, shout out to Stadia and all his features, but man, this right here, the couch play feature, it's, it's groundbreaking, man. And it's got, I'm, I'm interested to see if they like continue to push this because again, Stadia has a lot of features, but I, I don't think they're doing a good job over there pushing it. So yeah, this is, again, can't stress this, that enough. This caught a lot of people by surprise. And shout-outs to Luna, man. They were slow, yeah. but they have picked it up tremendously. Good stuff. Good stuff overall. Well, but, you know, okay, can I ask you, let me let me ask you a quick question, though. Sure. This is ran, super random, but in line with this, right? Yeah. Um, for all the features that Stadia has, mm-hmm. you, you compare them to this one couch play feature. Uh-huh. You just opened a world of of um, of games that 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 don't really require a huge multiplayer audience, right? We can say, fine, I have a, a ton of co-op capable games here that I can play with any friend at any time, whoever's available. Versus something with Stadia, you you download the same game and you're like, okay, now who in the hell can I play with? It's 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 that huge. I mean that's mm, yeah. So you okay. can't understate how big your yeah. your statement is regarding this. You just opened right. a world of right. games to multiplayer, right? Via no, cloud. Yeah, that's a good point because again, an issue that Google Stadia runs into is like trying to find people to play games with. But in a way, with this feature, you that's not an issue. You can just send the right. code to a friend. And be like, yo, yeah. you free here? Let's get on. Right. Exactly. It's, it's dope, man. It's dope. So the other thing to test is does this work with Ubisoft Plus? No, I'm seeing head shaking. Are you talking about the couch feature? feature? Uh-huh. No, because if you go over into the couch, if you leave the family tab here and you go to that couch tab, it'll show you all the supported couch games. Oh, and that's right. Find- that's right. Yeah. Okay. okay. You're right. You're right. And I would add one more thing that I think was pretty impressive from Amazon as a whole on the on that on the news day when all this broke. It wasn't all Luna. Amazon was really smart. They dropped their new TVs, their new fire stick, True. their new bundles. Yep. All this stuff they changed they had a whole marketing change on the Amazon website that had all this new stuff and the new graphics, the new marketing and then so much of it included Luna and the controllers and everything and Amazon really just took their entire business and wrapped it around Luna a lot like Microsoft is with Xbox on a whole different level, of course, because they're not that big yet and it's cloud only. But watching Amazon as as a company embrace Luna as a real gaming arm, treat them like something important in the company, that's what helps make something successful. And I was impressed watching all of it come together like that on that news day, the way that it did. And that's the kind of thing that I wish we would have always seen from like Google and Stadia and the type of cohesion and, and stuff from that. So it was a really impressive news day overall that, that Amazon just kind of hit on all points at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah. so true with that. I was going to bring up as well with the, the US thing. Normally when the Amazon do these new announcements, like the new Fire TVs and things like that, over us in the UK, we usually get it. We're more 
we're sort of more or less there. We haven't got any of the new fire stuff uh, as yet. I'm just I'm just adding that in just in case they're holding that back for Luna to be over here in the UK. Because uh, we normally, when there's a, a new Fire TV or a new Fire tablet, when it gets announced in the US, we get it as well. And there's been nothing over here as yet. Yeah. So, uh, Proto said, Stadia, actually, you're right. Uh, Olympic 2020 does have Kosh Co op, but my goodness. <laughs> It's nothing like what Luna has, and I'm just gonna be 100% real. I actually tried to demo this, and Chief, I, were you there, Monkey, or was it me and Chief? Yeah, it was you, when, Chief. I think I was at work, but okay. I just wasn't very smooth it, at it was all. A wasn't headache. it not? It was no. such a headache. Um, I think and it, you, this... you both have to own the game, do you? Yeah. Is that no, no, dude? I can't remember, but. It was so bad that we didn't even launch the video um, because, like, this is ridiculous. The simplicity of this college co-op on Luna, if you haven't tried it yet, I recommend go try it. It's just, it's night and day. And the fact that this works with multiple games compared to just one game, I mean, it. I get it. Stadia... At, Potentially does have this feature, but I don't think they're implementing it as well as Luna's doing right now. Um, but yeah. Alright, so that's Luna. Anyone else have anything to add to this news? I do want to talk about um, New World and why is it not here yet on this platform. So hop on if I miss anything with the news. Just before we go, if anyone has any camera recommendations, please drop them in the chat because that thing's doing my head in. Camera? Your camera? <laughs> I use an iPhone. You use an iPhone right now? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Who needs, who needs webcams? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I use something called Cameo, Cameo Studio. And oh, you, can yeah. just hook, you just hook uh, up uh, your phone to it. So it's nice and chilled. And then you then you can zoom in and zoom out, and that's why I can do these weird things. And yeah, okay, we'll stop talking about webcams. <laughs> but let's get into New World. And like Monkey was saying, the game is fun as heck. I haven't really played it as much as I as I would like. Um, but people who I know who've tried this game have nothing but great things to say. But Monkey discovered as he was trying to get into it that you only can play this game with a keyboard, right, and mouse, not with a controller. And there was a recent interview, and Duncan, thanks for sharing it with the group, about this game and its potential of it eventually coming to Luna. And what that article was saying is it's a matter of time. It is going to come, but it's a matter of time. So my thing is, is it the fact that it's only keyboard and mouse-related the issue the stopping it from coming to this platform right now um and what this game is set to release pretty soon and from what i'm gathering from that article is probably not going to make the lunch window and so i just want to discuss that too and see if that's a big deal for you guys or are you guys okay knowing that eventually it is going to come to the platform so i'm just going to open it up anyone can jump in 
Ideally, you would like it to launch day and date an Amazon game onto an Amazon service. Um, it shouldn't be all that difficult. Amazon's running on Windows. I've been playing New World on a Windows PC. And um, I'll be disappointed if it doesn't launch day and date, even if there was maybe a small price to pay for it on Luna. If they don't really know where they're going to go with their exclusives yet, they don't have enough exclusives to build up their own channel as it is uh, just yet, over time possibly. But if they come in, you know, Prime member get this for X amount of money, play on Luna, no downloads, etc. There's so much they can do, but just like we see when it comes to Stadia, if it's not going to come day and date, let us know when it is coming. Let us know when we can expect it. Um, my question, actually, sorry, I should have led in with this. Can you not use keyboard and mouse on Luna just yet? You can. Oh, you can. Oh, you can. Okay, so no excuses yeah. then. There's no excuses then. Um, yeah. Well, no, there is maybe if you're using mobile or a tablet, then maybe you could play the game. But um, I hope the game comes with controller support. That might be, like you say, the reason that it won't come for a while yet, while they integrate that. That style of game, um, much like Skyrim uh, and the way it works, it's not as good to play with a controller. It's definitely easier with keyboard and mouse. So maybe yeah. there are two minds as to whether they actually have controller support or not. But I think it's 2021 i think you've got to have controller support on some forum for games it has to be available for everyone you know because not everyone can game keyboard and mouse yeah. and um yeah that's my thoughts yeah my thing is um and again this is open anyone can jump in but i i think they're still working on some luna specific features like touch controls don't know how the hell you're going to be able to play this game with touch controls, but I can see touch controls, you know, like controller support, that not being ready yet, you know, that being one of the reasons why this is probably still non-Luna. And like we discussed two weeks ago, I don't think my, uh, I was Amazon is really concerned about like this game pulling Luna to success because I think they know again, you see what they're doing with Prime membership. Once that becomes a thin 128 million people instant access to Luna, I mean, they, they'll have the numbers overnight. So, as far as like this game pushing Luna's service, I don't think they concern about that as well. Now, it can be like an addition to to luna when it is ready and so for that reason i can see them just chilling and waiting for for them to perfect it when they poured it over but i would definitely like to see this on the platform day one but in a way i don't think they need to rush it i guess um but that's just my take anyone else want to hop on here I think they are. They've got a couple of issues. I think the controller support or the con how you're going to control it is one of the reasons why it is not going to have it launch. And I think the second issue, there. I think, I think, 
I think I know what's going to happen, but I think we may be having still the talk internally is the pricing of it, or are they just going to include it in the Luna Plus? I think they're trying to maybe uh, work out if that's going to happen or not. I think it will. I think Microsoft have changed the game and they will have to drop it in the Luna Plus for that. And the interview f- where, where this came from, uh, I think you, you don't mention that it could come to your platform unless it's coming to your platform. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that it, it may be a bit uh, silly saying that. If you're unsure, you, you say, we have no comment to make about this or something like that. You, you, you go wishy washy. Uh, you don't say it could do. It's basically saying that in gaming terms and out there, it's basically that that is a common, it's just a matter of when. I, I don't think it being there not at launch, it, it isn't good, but I don't think it's a, oh my God, this is really, really bad. I, I think we, we can talk about it. I, I think it should be there at launch, even if they have to put big exclamation marks, this is only mouse and keyboard at this moment in time and controller support is to come. But uh, just let us know what's happening with it because we, we, I think it's it's just a, it is just a matter of time of when it's going to do it. True, but KB, great question, and I would like us to just look into this for sure. Um, do you think we'll see more acquisition from Luna to compete with what Microsoft is doing? No. You don't think so. Okay. I don't, look, uh, looking at what Luna's already doing and, and kind of how Amazon is headed here, I mean, it. I don't think the answer all of a sudden for every company is that you need to go buy the big, you know, go buy all the big gaming companies. That was something Microsoft pretty much had to do, right? They've They've suffered for at least a generation on games. And to build all the first-party studios was going to be very difficult, but what Microsoft did have was a lot of money. And so... They started purchasing, and I think that was a, that was that was out of necessity to 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 survive and to become what they are now. Microsoft had to make those moves, and I'm looking at Amazon Luna, and I'm thinking, why they, they don't need to do that if they keep their first party studios up and they can produce a game like New World every now and then. They can get their feet under them, um, maybe have more of their own studios down the road, and just keep adding the right type of games. They don't need to go out there and purchase any big companies, in my opinion, because you know every gaming company is doing their own thing. Not everybody all of a sudden needs to go spend billions of dollars on gaming companies to make it, um, especially in cloud when you're talking about features like couch and other things that we're raving about today. So I don't think that's um, really a need. And since I'm going on anyway, I'll just throw my thing out about New World. I've wanted that as a launch title since since Luna was a thing and New World was a thing, but it's probably not going to be because they have had enough issues during the beta that I think they're going to want the game to be out to the masses on PC first, just getting as much more data as they can because I can guarantee you're going to have launch issues. It just it happens no matter what. Right. They're going to want to get that stuff figured out before probably dropping it on Luna, among other things. And I used to play exclusively like pretty much MMOs for years and years and years on PC all the time. And some games just, you cannot use any other input but a mouse and keyboard. And usually MMOs are that way. 
I would not expect anything but mouse and keyboard support for New World on Luna. And you can use a Bluetooth mouse and keyboard on your iPhone, on your iPad, on your other tablets, on your lab. I mean, on your TV, too, for fires. doesn't matter what you're on. You can still hook up a, a mouse and keyboard. So not every game is for every person. If you can't play a game with mouse and keyboard and the MMO is not your thing, you're not going to play the game. But there's going to be a lot of people that do. So I don't think you're going to see other support come for that game. Just, just my opinion. I think it'll be mouse and keyboard. And you alluded to it a little bit ago when you said we have all these new rows now and mouse and keyboard games didn't used to be there either. Yeah. So they're yeah. already putting that out saying, look, mouse and yeah. keyboard, mouse and keyboard. And so it's, it's coming. It's all kind of a setup to, to get ready for that. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Game. I want to hear from you with the acquisition, uh, when it comes to Amazon, do you think they'll make more acquisitions um, and compete? Yeah, I don't. I don't believe they will. Um, as GTP mentioned, um, Amazon—they're playing their own game, simply because they can. Um, they aren't in. They're in a very strategic position to not worry about what everyone else is doing or or anything like that. Um, they, their prime membership bucket is—that's like their their thing, man. That 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 is so huge for them. No one else can claim that. So um, you know, instant access for hundred what, 40 million to 150 million users right out of the gate. Just take 10% of that, and they're already, you know, changing the cloud game, right? Oh, yeah. So um, end of the day, you know, they, they don't have to. And I don't believe they're even interested in that portion of it. Um, I think they're they're more interested in bringing in more channels, more partnerships, and, and whatnot. Um, their money's better suited there. Um, in terms of uh, New World, I agree with what everyone has said. Uh, now, I do believe they're they're trying to figure out a way to to make this thing work with a controller and touchscreen, but if they can't, I believe they will just stick it under purely mouse and keyboard game. Um, they know that you know the audience will be even um, larger with controller support on Luna, and and that'll truly take advantage of cloud for them versus their current uh, PC user base that are uh, that are on the go and say, hey, I'd love to access my New World account um, when I'm at work or wherever it might be. Um, I think controller support and touchscreen support will really take advantage of what the cloud is for New World. But if they can't figure it out, they won't. Um, they have a really cool thing called an MCS, which most good companies use, like Amazon, which is a minimum criteria of success. And if a game doesn't hit those marks, they won't release it, um, which is why I'm super confident in everything Luna releases in terms of features and games to the platform. They follow a very strict minimum criteria of success that all games and features must hit before they release them. That's awesome. Then, though, you're speaking uh, some vocabulary that I never heard before, but I, I love it. I love it. It's good, <laughs> good, good stuff, man. Good stuff. But yeah, good input for, for Luna there. I just realized we have spent almost an hour talking about this platform. Way to go, Luna. Doing something good here. <laughs> Normally, Stadia takes the most of our time slot, but anyone else want to add to Luna before we hop on to GFN? I'll give you my quick thing on the acquisitions. I yeah. think, uh, I think there will be, and I think the market has shifted to where they have to go after someone. Again, it may not be a big EA take to Ubisoft or anything like that. They may make moves like what uh, PlayStation are doing, grabbing the smaller studios or startups and 
building them up. And I think we're going to see more partnerships like with like Law Stark as well. With their, they have uh, signed up with Smilegate there. So I'm expecting uh, Law Stark on Luna as well when that uh, launches next year. Uh, I actually missed that news. Uh, that was announced last week. It was coming early 2022. So we've got that as well. So I think, yes, they're going to have to, they will have to because these big companies are all going to be going under the cloud and it's all going to be about content. Content is still king, and exclusive content is what is going to separate everybody out. So it may not be big, massive acquisitions, I, but I do think they will buy someone or more yeah. than one person. This is a good point because um, I'm, I'm watching what they're doing with their video service, right? How they're trying to compete with Netflix, with HBO Max and Disney Plus. And, you know, again, we have the Lord of the Rings stuff coming. There's a new, jeez, oh, what's the name? There's a new kind of fantasy show coming out this fall for Prime. And it's exclusive to them, right? I can't remember the name. Maybe somebody here knows. But you see them making these in- investment in exclusive content. I do think down the line cloud gaming for them is gonna look similar and i feel like if they want to compete with what microsoft is doing and sony down the line they are going to have to either start up more studios or acquire some because they gotta keep that exclusive content coming along right they don't i don't think they have enough studios right now to compete with what microsoft and sony whenever they decide to come cloud cloud side would put out. So the only way to compete against create more studios or acquire. So it's going to be interesting to see for sure. Wheel of time. Yes, sir. That's it. Thank you, Ben. Oh, Ben is like, this dude has information everywhere. Man. <laughs> if you have a question, ask him. He'll, he'll find, he'll, he'll know it. He'll find a way to get it. But thank you. All right. GFN, let's get into it, man. Uh, I don't know. So we got some Ubisoft announcement. Far Cry 6 uh, is, is coming to this platform, right? This Republic as well. Looks like it's going to be same day, uh, same end date release. Uh, it's pretty good stuff. We had a big game that came out on Google Stadia, released the same week. Life is Strange, True Colors. And Chief did a comparison, and it actually runs and looks really well on this platform as well. So the games that released this week, Bus Simulator 21, Dice Legacy, Shelter, this is a free game on Epic. You guys go claim it if you haven't yet. Life is Strange, like I mentioned. American Fugitive, this game is quite interesting. If you like the old-style GTA games back in the days, this kind of has that feel to it right cyphers protocol um inscade i don't know if i'm saying that right in bin factory i don't know if i'm saying that right either uh postal redux and a uh, transport fever too so those are the games that released for the gfm platform this week <sighs> what are your thoughts uh, i'm not gonna say my thoughts here i want to hear from you guys but let's start with gtp man what's your take here I mean, we've known since the roadmap that it's a strong month 
anyway, overall for GeForce Now, they have enough big releases coming. I think like every week there's going to be pretty much a, a pretty good mm-hmm. size game on there. And, and yeah. Life is Strange is, of course, the largest release for them this week. And, and you know, um, for them to have that on there, that's good job. I mean, that is a great game for them to get day and day on, on there because it's not always easy to pull that off. And Bus Simulator yeah. and Dice Legacy are two other day and dates that actually will be good um, for the service. So, yeah, I'm just excited about GeForce's, GeForce Now overall for the whole month. For me personally, I'm just waiting for Kena and Hot Wheels. Yes, That's sir. the two big, <laughs> like, since the roadmap, the, you know, that they announced yeah. those two titles, I saw that. I said, that's my month right there. Like, yeah. that's the two games for me personally. Yeah. But it's, it's just strong overall. And, I, I mean, they just keep throwing this stuff out week after week after week month after month they're working with the content creators they're working with people everywhere they're bringing on more content creators to share like the news and and the good stuff they're building out a community i love what geforce now is doing and just really enjoying the news for them all month and and we needed it because honestly a couple months before this it was slow right we had slow times it was slow for gaming anyway but even for geforce now it was feeling a little stale and i said the same thing but this month super excited for what GFN's bringing right can I just say something and this is not a shot at anyone but you just mentioned Kana Akina I can never say the name of the game coming at the end of this month so again you know what's coming right this game is is has been told by us by the GFS now team that's going to be here same day release my thing is like, is is that so difficult for Google Stadia to do? Right? <laughs> I knew no, you were going I, I'm there. just no, serious. Yeah. Everyone yeah. else is doing. People are like, why do you yeah. need a roadmap? Your reason proves it, right? Yes, this week might not be the best week, but this triple uh, A game or double A, I don't know what you want to call it, that you know is coming later this month. And you're like, you know what? I can live without the games this week because I know Ken is coming, Kena, whatever. Uh, Luna does it. They give us a September roadmap, right? Xbox gives you a first half of the month roadmap and then second half of it. My thing is like, why are we still getting like this stealth release? Anyway, we'll get to Google. Everyone's doing it, man. At this point, like this year, everyone started doing it. Even GFN last year when we were covering them, it was a weekly like rush. We, we didn't know the roadmap, right? Yeah. But at the beginning of this year, GFN started doing it, and then Luna started doing it with their article. And, like, everyone's been doing it, and the roadmaps have been great. Uh, you're right. The only one that really hasn't been giving it to us. And even PS Now gives us a, a roadmap yeah, for, gave us a roadmap. you know, what we're looking at. So, yeah, they Stadia definitely, we've always complained about just not having a real clear picture of what's coming when. Yeah. All right. So let's get into Duncan, man. What's your take here? Uh, first of all, I, w- I, w- I want to bring this back to Luna for one wee second because there's a game on GFN here which went day and date on to Luna, which we forgot to discuss in Dice Legacy. I know people have been talking, will Luna get day and date releases? Yes, they will. Uh, Dice Legacy is another uh, one they have got and that just sneaked its way on there, uh, which is great to see. So I think it is actually worth mentioning that that Lena is doing that as well. Uh, For me, GFN, it's copy and paste another consistent week here. They have got the biggest game releasing this week, which they could get uh, with Life is Strange, uh, True Colors, and the other 
What what game could they have got? I agree. Okay. I agree. I I like their head shaking. I agree with you. Um, Tales of our eyes. There we go. Discuss. There we go. I am. I'm but I agree. I agree. So. Sorry, Duncan. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I... <laughs> It's, it's all opinions. Everybody's got opinions, and everybody gets heated up about them. And everybody can just—I don't care if you want to call me Liverpool and, and just say I'm talking like from a, from a Jack say. Uh, but I, I, I think that this is just a—it's another GFM week, as I recall. It is strong. It is steady. Uh, Life is strange is obviously the the big uh, one there. More than DF releases. Uh, the game I, I'm going to pick out as something is something slightly different, and a game which, if you're not into really big into the PC sort of space, and you, you may not be aware of it, is Transport uh, Fever 2. Uh, that is actually a lot bigger than people realize. That going to the Epic Game Store, it's already on uh, Fire Steam. So I think that's. I would say that's a fair chance of becoming an epic free game. I know people are going to laugh at it when they see it, but this is a PC game. Uh, it is, you think of it like SimCity, but on a much grander scale, and you have to get your railways and airports and link up the, the different cities and get them to expand out and stuff like that. And you can start from the horse drawn carriage era. It is actually a real fun game. And there is some real great YouTubers out here who go and cover this game and make their own wee maps up and everything. And we're talking hundreds of thousands of views of people doing this. So it's not like small potatoes. We're, we're talking, it's very substantial. So that is a game to maybe have a look at if you're looking for a big sort of deep sort of PC game. Okay, okay. Uh, Duncan, you're, you're, the games that you pick for the most games that you said about, it's it's interesting to me. But this is, I, I guess if you're a PC guy, this is... See, that's the best thing to be. People have different tastes in games yeah, and that's... True. And that's why GFN are doing such a great job because there's games like this and then there's the games of Life at Strange, which is the, the, the complete and opposite end of the spectrum. They are just hitting it all, all over the show. So I, I like them sort of games, and okay. but that's just me. Yeah. No, if you're a PC gamer, and again, um, simulators or games like this is, is big for the platform. So getting it, you know, is is huge. So, not my cup of tea. But again, like you were saying, people have their taste, and I'm I'm glad that as PC gamer, they are providing games like that for you for sure. But let's check in with gamers, sir. What's your take on GFN news this week? Oh man, um, so I, I've come to a uh, a pretty steady place with GFN and judging what the, what they're doing with their releases to the extent of um, man, it, I think they're doing it better than anyone else. I mean, if, if I'm being completely honest, every game, every week might not be for you, but they still have something coming every week, every month. It's just consistent. And it's hard for me to say they're doing bad because we, we have nothing to measure them against, truly. They are, there are no competitors to GFN's release schedule. Hands down, we, we just can't do it. Um, and, when, and when they actually release games like Life is Strange or... Um, or even if they miss a few titles, but big games like Life is, Life is Strange that are released everywhere else, you look at what's around it. Like, what, what else is in that sphere of releases? 
And it's like, holy shit, you, you got all this, but you also have life. Life is strange. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can't, I can't, I can't say it's a bad week. It's, it, it's hell. It's a GFN week. That, that, that's what it is to me now. It's, it's GFN week. And w- when production slows down or ramps down, then we're going to say, oh man, you know, GFN, they're having a pretty bad week, but that's actually a typical week. Yeah. Right for everyone sure. else, so sure. I, I can't judge it. I, I'm just gonna say it's a it's a GFN week. It's it's what they do, man. I, <laughs> it, it's good. It's what they do. <laughs> True. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. There's no you. You're right. And good good take with that. When it comes to consistency and the amount of games, I mean, when have we seen GFN give us less than five games? Right in a week's time, and we're not even talking about a month's time. So they've been giving us five plus consistently for the longest time. So shout outs, I guess, to them for that. Um, yeah, just to go back to gamers point there, if um, if these games dropped on the Xbox this week or if these dropped on the Stadia or these, or can't say any of this because they dropped so many games, but generally, you know what I mean? We would be saying they had an absolutely stellar, stellar week. GFN standards are to are completely different to the other platforms, and that is going to be a burden. It's like for them going there. It's going to be a. It's, they have to maintain this now, which I, which is unfair for them basically because they are just knocking it out there. Uh, true, true. Okay, GT, we covered you on this, right? All right, so monkey, let's get to you, sir. What's your take on this? Yeah, solid week, like everyone said. Um, <clears throat> I just want to highlight the two Ubisoft games that are coming day and date. We sort of expected it, but it's good to know uh, that they are coming. Um, Far Cry Six. I hope that is going to perform better than Far Cry Five. I really GFN. struggled. Yeah, on GFN, really struggled with that game. Um, really struggled to maintain sixty frames per second. Uh, mm. It was uh, it was a sketchy forty forty five, which made the game for me personally not not a good not a good experience graphically wise textures everything but was good. It just would not maintain you know a steady steady frame rate. Tried several times across several devices. So let's hope that quality control and that's a wee bit better. Um, the, the folks though they're aware of. The issues on that game, so I believe they they will be actively looking, you know, sort of for a fix because I'm not the only one to have had that. Um, with that game, Riders Republic, as much as I didn't really enjoy it during the beta test, uh, not my cup of tea. I can see that being very popular. Um, think of, think of sort of like a Forza or a Crew Two, but with downhill mountain biking, skateboarding, snowboarding, skiing, you know, wingsuits, you know, all, all that jazz. And there's so many different um, sort of skills. There's uh, skill challenges and things you can compete against your friends. That's going to be a big game. There's a big market out there for that sort of game. Um, so it's really good that they're coming. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about the games this week. Nothing for me. Nothing for me there really. Um, like everyone said, Life is Strange is great. Uh, what I want to quickly highlight, I know it's not in the notes, but we got this news during the week. Crusader Kings 3 
Stellaris and Hearts of Iron 4 are finally out of maintenance. For me, they were they needed to be down. They needed to be down to be fixed, but they were down for way too long, man. Like way too long. It was all we ever read on Reddit. <laughs> when are these games coming back? Yeah. Pay for GeForce now just to play these games, yeah. you know, because they have a mass following. Mm-hmm. Um so they're back, hopefully. They don't go down again anytime soon. But another two game another two games are down. Well, Corian Exiles DLC still isn't working. They're still yeah. trying to fix that. And Divinity Original Sin 2 is down for maintenance. The the new update uh hasn't worked. So they need to try and uh, fix that. Um yeah, so I'll bring in the negativity this week. I'll be the bad guy and say and think they need to improve that going forward. Games are under maintenance for for too long. I don't mind them going down. Sometimes fixes need to be applied, but that was just, you know, yeah. taking the biscuit with that one. Right. I'm I'm glad you said that. And I do think that's something that needs to be addressed. When games go in maintenance, I mean, look at that stranding. That was a really long maintenance time cycle too. So people, my goodness, if Tails goes in maintenance right now, I will riot, right? Because that's, uh, it, hold up. No. It's not even on GeForce now, which I'll get to that in a bit. But if it goes on maintenance on Shadow, all right, because I'm like really into that game right now. And to tell me like I can't play it in the cloud, you know, because of maintenance for, I mean, how long did that Stranding go on maintenance for? Months, right? It's, I don't know. I, I think this should be a better solution to the maintenance. I don't know the whole background to that but it might be a complicated process but it is an issue because people play at pay to play these games and it goes in maintenance and they can't play it for some time and yeah that needs to be talked about for sure so appreciate you bringing that up but my biggest thing with gfn again solid week they got i think duncan was saying one of the biggest games released this week but life strange true colors but my thing is I want to get to the point where I don't ever want to open up my shadow PC to play PC games. And what that means for me is the games that come out for PC should be in GFN. I mean, I'm not talking about like console games. I'm talking about like if it's, I get it, you know, console and PC different. But if the game is releasing on PC, I would love it to be available in GFN so I don't have to worry about downloading Shadow and installing it. So I know we're still early in this cloud game space and GFN talked about as a matter of, you know, when, not if they ever come back. So I'm hoping down the line that we'll see more consistency with them getting games like Trail uh, Tales of, of Arise. I mean, I was bummed out when... I had to use Shadow again, try not to use it as much. But yeah, I would love to see those games come. Kingdom Hearts 3 come. But again, shout outs to them because they are getting um, Gardens of the Galaxy and again, uh, Dying Light 2. So shout outs to them for that. But I just want to see more of these, especially like Japanese RPGs, make it to the platform same day release. But that's just my take. But I would say good, decent week overall for GFN. 
Anyone else want to add to GFN before we move to Google Stadia? I think that's a brilliant question by uh, Ashes the Ashes uh, or Point. Which one? Uh, the one about I wonder if they will drop GFN support, considering they're creating a separate cloud, Ubisoft Plus, with uh, Stadia and Luna and PC, you being Ubisoft Plus. I think that's a, that's, a, that's got me thinking, so it has, and pondering. Hmm. So I don't, I've seen that question and you beat me to it, Duncan. Um, it's a good question, you're absolutely right. Uh, I don't think they will drop support, if anything, with Ubisoft supporting the cloud going forward. I hope we have Ubisoft integration within the GFN app. I want to link my account because having to add a game to your library, shut down Ubisoft Connect, go over and then, you know, start putting up GFN. That's not great if you're gaming mobile. Yeah, you only have to do it once, but can we not integrate it? To do it with Steam, the Steam integration is great. We still don't have full integration with Epic yet as well. Don't know what's going on with that either. That's been a bit of a poor show for me personally. Um, yeah, I don't see them dropping it. If anything, it's going to remain the same. But going forward, let's integrate it, guys. Let's, let's strike something up. You know, Ubisoft are a big supporter of the cloud. I'm sure they can work something out, you know. Both big companies, both loads of clever people working for them uh, that know the trade inside out. So, you know, let, let's make that happen. Let's uh, let's get more gamers on board with things like that. Yeah. And I know they listen. We've seen them make significant improvement. By the way, Ubisoft Plus, the speed that it takes now, remember, before I used to be really slow but they've worked on improving the speed so they listen and hopefully these issues that we're having here i know they watch this and they watch you know a lot of us here gtp and duncan so it's good for us to always talk about these things so i hope you guys are listening and let's get some some fixes right to this platform but anyone else before I, we... don't, I, don't, I just move on to the ubisoft thing i forgot to mention this last week uh I'm not recommending this to do it or it's let your conscience be your guide. The two-factor authentication, if you turn off two-factor authentication for your Ubisoft account, you go straight in now. You don't I have did. to look. Yeah, that's and, what I, yeah. Yeah, right. and it, yeah, it's, again, let your, if you feel happy enough to do that, work away if you still want your security, put it there. I'm, I'm just letting uh, people know just for the, so, you know, if that's really, really annoying and you feel happy or I mean, happy is not the, probably the right word, relaxed enough that you don't need to have your two-factor authentication, you can just jump straight into the games. True. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the other side of that. I ain't turning that off, man. Ain't no scabby scammer getting anywhere near my accounts, <laughs> man. No chance. I will wait the extra few minutes to make sure only I have access to my account. So that's the other end of it. Like I am stern with that stuff. Like privacy is, yeah, I don't give up. True, and again, it's it's good. I'm not telling anyone what I do because I don't want you <laughs> try to try to get me. But but you Those know, scabby scammers, yeah. man. You gotta watch. They them. out there, man. Yeah, they out there. there. <laughs> 
But yeah, good stuff, Duncan. Good stuff, Monkey. And hey, I, hell, Monkey. I'm going to use that scabby scammer. Scabby that's scam. my new thing. That's that's all. Me watch, now. man. Still in watch for them. <laughs> But yeah, let's let's hop onto Stadia. So, uh, I I think they had a good week this week, right? We had two stealth drops. We had uh, Kadmari. The, the I can never say this. The massive reroll. Right, that was one uh, still drop. We had Dark Wood, which was another still drop, and then we had what this is our sixth pro game, right? This month with um PGA Tour 2K21, and I think I might have an idea why that came as pro game, so we'll get into that. And then we had, like we've discussed, in one of the biggest games this week be available on this platform same day with Life is Strange. And then we have some more free-to-play days with Madden 22, which, as you guys know, is a pretty new game. So kudos to them. Then Rainbow Six is back with another free-to-play. So I would say, overall, this was quite a decent week. Um, I have some stuff to say, but I want to hear what the panel have to say before I say my piece. So let's start with Gamer with Stadia. Um, yeah, I, I think it was a it was a good good week for Stadia. I mean, or good month so far for Stadia, um, given Stadia's uh, you know what we expect of Stadia. Uh, like I said, I can't compare them to GFN because the, then that's just unfair and all of that good stuff. But for Stadia, it, it was good. It was fine. Um, Life is strange. I, I, I purchased it there as well. I'm, I'm just a, a tech nut, and I, and I think that's part of the problem with me in Stadia. <laughs> I, I'll buy every every game that drops on the platform just to see how it runs, yeah. just to see the type of effort that guys put into it. Um, but will I stay there and play there? Probably not. I'll, I'll give it a nice go if it's good, but if I can play better somewhere else, then I, I, I'll move over. Um, so what, so did, far, yeah, I agree. what did you discover with Life is Strange uh, with uh, the Stadia port? Well, I enjoy it a lot more on uh, on GFN. Um, the frame rates are a, a lot more stable. Um, they're a little higher. Um, the graphics and processing, everything just looks better on GFN. It's it's um, it's as close to local as you can get um, for the cloud, and and that's yeah. kind of my measuring stick right now. Like, okay, which cloud platform can simulate that local experience as as close as possible? Um, versus being one-to-one, you know, I know it will not surpass local, but I want to get as close as possible. And GFN does that. Yeah. You know, it's crazy because before, you know, I was making fun of you guys that compare GTP chief and you, um, with just the game looks and runs good enough, but I think you guys have like started brainwashing me to where <laughs> I'm like finding these little faults, man. And it's crazy because I own it on GFN and I own it in Stadia. And some people might say 30 FPS is doable for a game like this, but man, there's just something about the yeah. GFN port that I just, I find myself playing it on there more than I play it on Stadia. And this is, this is rare. Normally, play most games and uh if i own a gfn and stadia i play it mostly on stadia but this one for sure there's yeah. something about it that runs smooth on gfn compared mm-hmm. to stadia but yeah, yeah i echo that i echo that so uh gtp what's your take on here man 
Um, yeah, I'm just going to... I pretty much agree with everything that gamers come out with because I follow Stadia for a lot of the same reasons. I just got to know how stuff is running on there. I just want to know, you know what kind of effort was put in. I haven't jumped into Life is Strange anywhere. Um, I've had a ton of stuff going on this week, and I knew I wasn't going to have time. So I held off because I would have had to buy it for multiple platforms and, and covered. So I just didn't jump into it. But, um, you know, the 30 FPS harkens back, and Ben was mentioning it, to my Darksiders uh, 2 analysis or comparison of GeForce Now and Stadia. And I was just blown away at how horrible that port was performing on Stadia. And, and for people that get um nausea eye fatigue headaches and things like that from gaming or from you know gaming 30 fps or choppy frame rates and stuff like that games like those will affect you 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 know i I can play a game at 45 to 60 fps on gfn for hours with no problem but if i jump onto a game on stadia or anywhere that's getting me 30 or less or jumping around give me about 10 to 15 minutes and the motion sickness and, and the headaches and stuff start to come in. That's why PC gaming became such a big deal to me, high refresh rates and things like that, because I went from a person who would have headaches constantly from gaming my whole life to, wow, I can game for hours with no headache, no sickness, and I never knew it was frame rate before till many years uh, later. So it's a big deal. So I don't know why we can't get more games on Stadia at 60 other than the fact that it's just, it's not, they're not making them do it like they did with with other games. Now, with that being said, though, looking at Stadia as its own little situation and seeing a lot of the negativity that has been coming out, this is a nice week for them. I was surprised to see the Madden 2022 free play weekend because I'm like, a new one? Nice. An actual new game that you can play for free this weekend on Stadia. You know what I mean? And I like that. wasn't Ghost Recon again. Like we've like they kept yeah. giving us breakpoint and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want this free again for another weekend. So I was actually really happy with and I think Siege again is on a free yeah. play or something for Siege so that's just awesome. Yeah. So you've got and right at the top of their store page, right? NFL twenty two, Life is Strange, True Colors, free and, and and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Sixty. So good good week for Stadia on all that. It's it's great weekend to jump into those games. A great game with Life is Strange on there. But I'm just I continue to have all these concerns about these ports and I feel like they're getting worse as we go. It could just be me, but I've tested almost like every game on Stadia minus probably about 10 or 12. And I just don't get it. Like, I just don't get a lot of the ports. I feel like it's getting worse and that's kind of concerning me. Yeah. Can I ask a question? And um, I'm going to get to you guys and the news, but uh, do you think, think about the two free games that they kind of gave us this week, right? With Madden and PG. The, the golfing game PGA Tour. It's a big sports game that released this week. This kind of missing <laughs> from this platform, right? Do you guys think it has anything to do with that? Because I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling too good about them not getting this game that they what? got the last two years. What, um, what games are they? I don't, I don't recognize any other games. What was my sports games coming this week? <laughs> NBA 2K22. Come on, Duncan. Come on, man. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, man, they had to... I mean, it wouldn't be a surprise, right? Oh, because man. you want to direct attention a little bit. So here's yeah. Madden 2022 yeah. to play for free. You know, here's some more Siege. Here's PGA, you know, Tour 21 for, for Pro. Because guess what? We don't have NBA 2K22. Like, what, what know, the heck? Like, let's, let's just pause right there real quick. <laughs> 
why like why is that missing that that to me is like a a huge red flag question for this platform well and 2k22 is your game so you notice it more but i mean we're moto gp 21 we're f1 2021 we're 2k 2022 and it's looking like next year you're not going to have like madden 23 FIFA 23 if there are no new contracts which there aren't so far so this is why i'm saying the the ports that are seemingly just getting worse to me in testing and then seeing the, the releases ramping down at this point in the life of stadia i know it's new but i should see a ramping up up I, and up. and i'm really really not happy with with the releases that are happening the lack of or a lot of the ports yeah yeah and you know like i'm gonna jump in there with you gtp so this is regression you know as a whole if you look at the full picture it's it's total total regression you can't say this is progress um the, you can't even say it's stagnation it's regression um and I love Stadia. Everyone knows this. I try to be very much so down the line with this thing. But I, I, I do have to say um, that I'm very, very disappointed in in the uh, lack of 2K22 release um, on the platform. And it, it hurts, man. It, it hurts because I, I put a lot of people onto the platform. A lot, a lot of my yeah. guys that yeah. came from console, like, hey, man, yeah. let's get on the, the, the 2K21. Let's yeah. play. I'm like, cool, let's do it. It's on Stadia, man. Play anywhere. Right? Yeah. And uh, they're like, okay, dude, where's 2K22? <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. So I feel bad. Right. You know, half of my friends list, no joke, is 2K plays. And I, my friends list have, has never looked so empty <laughs> in my life because no one is in Stadia playing that game anymore. They all migrated to Xbox or PS5 to play yeah. 2K. 2K is one of those games that people literally will buy a console for. I know it's crazy. I know people might not see, you know, why, but it's the truth. Yeah. And for them yeah. not to get that game is it's like what what like what is going on guys like this that was one of the things i'm like yo something like something's not going on right here man this i don't know it's not good yeah but you know what what makes it even worse is when um i'm gonna call them stadia apologists and uh i mean i might get flamed for this and but that's okay i mean light me up but um they'll come out and say well 2k21 was bad it was bad. Do you want another bad game on the platform? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I clocked in 180 hours. 2K2. I clocked in 140 <laughs> hours. Uh, 2K20. So bad as it is, people yeah. will still play 2K. So yep. give me the port, man. Absolutely. Give me the port. So, yeah. Let's just... Uh, I, I know I still didn't get, but I did want to segue into something because I feel like it might be connected, right? So someone uh, from the Google Stadia team got a little promotion. Um, and I just want to, since we're on Stadia news topic, just want to open it up and get y'all's take on on this situation. So you guys know Jack Buser um, was... The dude, I, I would say the dude after Phil's, this dude, right? After the whole shakeup with John Justice going, my thing is like, if this guy is still there, he's hope for this platform. Well, he got a promotion. He's now going to be leading, uh, not leading, but involved in the gaming segment of Google Cloud. 
what is this, right? What does this mean for the platform? I think we've talked about white labeling here multiple times. Just want to know, does this move fall closer to that line? <laughs> if so, what does this mean for Stadia? And what does this mean for poor Phil? Like, why didn't Phil get that promotion, right? That's just another question I'm going to throw out there. But I'm just going to open this up. What does this Jack Busen move mean for the Google Stadia platform? Anyone can hop on here. Don't make me start calling people, man. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll jump in really quick and keep it brief, right? All right cool. uh, personally, personally, you know, there are two sides to this coin. You can see it as a bad thing or a good thing. Okay. I believe, um, I believe it's a good thing only because uh, he has insights into Stadia. He started with Stadia, and perhaps he can champion Stadia um, within different levels of this chain, right? That's that's how I view that. But actions speak louder than words, and right now I see Stadia as a whole in a regression mode. So it, I think overall it isn't the... I don't, I don't believe it's the best thing for Stadia for that guy to be leaving. I need to see who they're going to you know, bring in to replace him. And then I can, you know, give a better assessment. But right now I don't want to say it's doom and gloom for Stadia, but um, I don't, I don't think it's, uh, it'll reap any immediate benefits for Stadia either. Okay. Fair enough. How about I'm calling people now. GTP, what's what's your take on this? Oh, no, it's <laughs> yeah. no, it's the same thing. Look, and this has been happening for months, right? We get someone that leaves, or there's a turnover happening, or someone new fills a position, and and it's just like Gamer said. There's two sides to that coin. You see that as a positive move that they're trying to change things because it wasn't working, or you see it as a negative move or a regression because things weren't working, right? And 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 they, and and when they're when things aren't working, a company can do two things: they can double down. And they can switch things up and try to make it a success, or they can slowly gear things down to a point, you know, that they almost don't exist anymore. And just from everything I've been watching this year, from February to now, as a whole, it just looks like a steady, slow gear down all year long. Now, could that change rolling into next year? Who knows? But right now, it just doesn't look great. So moves like this for someone like me who sees it that way is more in the negative light. I could totally understand how someone could spin it into a negative or a, a positive as well. But I'm just I'm having so much trouble right now this fall. Like when we covered Stadia together last year, I was getting more and more hype for cloud. I was playing more and more Stadia. And where we're at this year talking about the platform is nowhere near where I thought we would yeah. be. I thought we yeah. would be on a totally different level with Stadia a year later this September versus last year. So right. It's it's just difficult, and I just don't think this is necessarily a good move. Um, that's that's a great thing for Stadia. I think it's more geared down, but like Gamer said, we'll have to see what happens with it. True. All right. Duncan, what's your take on all Stadia-related news this week? See, I, I, I just like this. I had my perfect sort of Stadia comment to come out here, and then because I was slagging off some NBA, you decided to go, we'll, we'll go into the, the bad news of the week, so... I, I, <laughs> Okay, uh, I will start off this Jack Buser uh, one here. Uh, it it will have it could have positives, it could have negatives. I would I would advise people who haven't read the article go over to Sednet and give it a read. It is illuminating, and the the word that keeps on coming up in the article for me is YouTube. 
and how it, this is going to affect YouTube and partnerships and things like that were mentioned again. So I think the, the echoing of, uh, the, sorry, the, the sounds of white labeling are still very much there. And I, Jack Buser was the, about the only person over in Stadia over the last week while who could actually go out there and talk and get people confused about the platform. Because if you remember E3 period last year, he was on a number of wee interviews and he was he was talking really well and he got people really, really hyped up. Who have they got now? They've lost, they've lost Jack, they've lost Aaron Hoffman John, they have lost Jade, they have... <laughs> uh, that's a great question, Duncan. Who Who do they have now? Seriously, like, great question. Yeah, uh, I think we we'll have to suck it and see if Google will. It's playing the big picture, and they're not siloed off. Which this move could actually help Stadia that way because Jack Bezos there and hopefully they get people talking because we, as we know Google they're all in their different silos if they can get people talking together they can use the Google Cloud stuff to maybe uh, use as negotiating different games to Stadia or you're you're putting uh, EA use is it EA no EA with someone else Activision I know Activision use Google Cloud and they're using that with YouTube as well we will pay you a wee bit more. You have to put these games on the Stadia or, or you get you get the services for a bit cheaper. I, I think that they could use that as a bit of a feature because he's over, overlooking the whole Google for cloud. Do I think that's going to happen? I think history has shown us that this probably won't happen. Uh, and I really hope it will. And it's... We just have to wait and see. And unfortunately, Stadia is just limping along at, at this moment in time. Ubisoft is keeping keeping the big games coming. It's what we talked about when SGNE closed down. And contracts were already signed for a lot of these games coming. And now we're getting into the period where these contracts probably weren't signed, and we're now seeing that we're not seeing games yeah. coming, NBA, uh, and yeah. it's it's ju- it's just it's just a worry. I think they need uh, even if it's a lousy one. I think they need a Stadia Connect uh, out there just to get people infused, because if you go on to Reddit and even on Twitter now. <laughs> Who goes on to Twitter? Which idiots go on to Twitter? Uh, you can see people are really starting to get uh, upset uh, about what is going on or what isn't going on. If you, This week on Reddit has been fun. Uh, a lot of these posts are about games, games, and games. What games are coming? NBA not coming. Oh, it, it, it's, there just needs to be something done there. But we'll go back to the, the blog post of this week. And if you're just in the Stadia bubble, you do not, all you care about is Stadia. You don't look outside Stadia. You don't see what's going on. And Stadia is your only uh, platform of choice. It was a, it was a good Stadia week. And you got an extra pro game if you can get it to work. And 
you've also got uh, True Colors coming. You've got Defty to play weekends. It, it, it was a reasonable week for them. But I want to highlight a, a big positive here, which I bet they're not going to do uh, until I've just said that, and they're going to just make me into a liar. Creator has just done a big, massive relaunch, basically, and they have got giveaways into the 100K mark. That's $100,000 uh, in giveaways, at, like on a monthly basis. So if you Facebook in... money. No, Facebook that. money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is what Stadia should have been doing with Creator back then. Yeah. But yes, they, they are starting to pump a lot of money into that. So if you if you play Creator and it's a free-to-play game as well, or it is, isn't it? Yes. Uh, Go jump on that, and you, you could actually get a fair bit of money because they are giving that out hand over fist. Yeah. Thanks for that, Duncan. Monkey, let's get to you, man. What's your take on all of this stadium news? So I'll, I'll try not repeat anything anyone else has said, but for me, looking at this, um, you know, it's like that that gif or jif, however you, pron- you want to pronounce it, um, and another one, another one leaves, another one bites the dust. People are leaving Stadia and no one's coming in the door. Yeah, we got um, that girl, uh, or woman, sorry, Shaka, to run the social media side of things. Absolutely has improved. But looking forward as a company, as a whole, as a gaming platform that isn't getting the big titles and you can cry wolf and say, well, GFN isn't getting NBA or NHL or FIFA or, or Madden, neither is Luna. Um, well, they don't have their own storefronts. They are services, they're subscription services. One allows you to play so many games through you know, a couple of different channels and Luna. GFN is letting you subscribe to use their machines to play the games you already own from other storefronts. So when Stadia doesn't get these games and people keep leaving and every time something bad happens, it sort of just gets, you know, overlooked and swept under the carpet. Like, oh, it'll be fine. It's, everything's going to be fine. Well, how do we know it's going to be fine? You ain't telling us anything. Like, we don't know where we're going to be you know, towards the end of the year. We have no idea what's going to happen. And I'm just at a point now where I don't even want to talk about Stadia. Like, I really don't even want to talk about it because there's, oh. never, there's, there's never nothing good. There's never nothing good Damn. coming out of it, man. Like, seriously. And we sit here and we have wow. our opinions and we, we we all share varying opinions on many different things. But for me, gamers said it perfectly. It's regression. This that's exactly what it is. It's regression. People are leaving games ain't coming. How do you you know invest in this platform? We've just seen a state of play for Sony with some big big titles coming out, massive exclusives, which you know, Try. as much as I hate Sony, I want to buy a PS5 because I want to play Spider-Man 2 and I want to play Wolverine. So I do um, when these games come. Maybe by that time I might be able to get access to a PlayStation 5. But uh, yeah, I just, I don't know how Jack Buse are leaving and games not coming are helping this 
this platform. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. I just don't know. Just as you mentioned the PlayStation 5 conference, I got a DM of someone I, I encountered it as a friend because we, we speak on a daily basis via Twitter. And the question he asked me was, how the hell do we have a stadium or logo gate at a PlayStation 5 event? It's because the community... Teachy. Yeah, the teachy stuff. Uh, it is just absolutely wild. It's, it's just feeding back in, in, into this. It's, everything is a drama in the stadium community. Uh, just, just harping on what, what uh, Hellmonkey was saying. I can tell you what my favorite show of the week is, apart this one, of course, uh, on on my my own channel. It's the GFN show, because we just sit and talk about games the whole time in that. When you do anything about Stadia, it is some sort of fecking drama. And I did say fecking, it didn't say the F word. Uh, (laughs) It it, it, it is just absolutely frustrating, because I would love to do nothing but a Stadia show talking about about good stuff and that is not actually not me trying to make a pun there. I do just want to just talk about games coming and all, all the positivity out there but every single week there seems to be some sort of commotion or drama out there. Stadia has done something, Stadia hasn't done something, some big game isn't coming. It's and I think Hell Monkey um, Gamers summed it up the best. It is just regression. And I think a lot of people can, there's no, it's just, just two camps. There's no, there's no middle ground. People are just going, oh, Stadia is, it, sorry, not two camps is probably the wrong word, the new middle ground. There doesn't seem to be, you can't really have a proper conversation. You're either for it or against it. There's, there's nothing. You can't be, saying negative stuff because you want it to improve it's but there is an obvious regression uh going on yeah here's the thing for me as well uh i am so frustrated because i know the quality of stadia so streaming wise um latency wise experience wise it's really really good for me so as um but they don't have the content other platforms are getting the content um, that I want to play. And although NBA 2K22 is not my content, um, Football Manager is my sort of content, and uh, F1 is my sort of content. So NHL, if NHL came to Stadia, I would I would play that as well. Um, I'm not getting the content, but the service and the quality of the, the tech is good although i feel it can improve in in areas uh i expanded to more countries so another thing that seems to have people keep saying oh it's going to happen it's going to happen when when is anything going to happen with stadia we just it's frustrating man it's really frustrating you know, monkeys, you were talking, I just kind of lost my mind because I was just thinking about like other games that I actually enjoyed on this platform that I'm not going to see a sequel for. And if you're stating again, if this is the only platform, this should really concern the crap out of you, right? Judgment. 
Where's that oh, sequel? The New Judgment. Yeah. Where's that sequel? Marvel. Mm-hmm. Performed right? really well. Stayed there as well, didn't it? Yeah. The, the the fact that we haven't seen a Guardians of the Galaxy announcement yet for Stadia. We know GFN is getting it. Dying Light. Like, guys, what what the hell is what's going on, man? Like, how how anyway? I mean. Like Judgment, they just got the remastered. Sega ported the game over. That should not be that. Div- I know this, you know, some politi- political stuff going on with that game and PC and stuff like that. But shell out money, man. People will. People will. Mm-hmm. People get the game on the platform. Shell out we, money. We like, hear what? all the we hear all the time that oh, Stadia's just sort of slowing it down. They're playing the long game. Yeah, that's dangerous, man. You can't play the long game without any content. Yeah. See, this time next year, if we are talking that F one twenty twenty three and NBA two K twenty three, etc., etc., um, don't come to the platform, <sighs> man. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, <laughs> somebody said it, it is depressing, and <laughs> KB said it here. Like, we, I'm frustrated because again, like, I I want to play these games. These are games that you know I've invested in, paid money for. My wallet is open to pay money again for the sequels, and the fact that I mean I'm not going to be able to play these games in Stadia to me, I. That shows, like, this is a reality that, oh, shit, like, this platform is not looking good. Normally, I don't say that, but this is an issue. And if anyone else is not seeing that, man, I don't, yeah. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's crazy. It's uh, crazy. I remember going back over this last six months to six to nine months, where we were getting uh, mocked for calling out F1, not coming football manager, not coming MotoGP, coming. It doesn't matter to you until it's the game that matters to you. And F1 is a European, uh, it's a more European sort of sport uh, for for the stadium Mm -hmm. market. So, I was kicking off a bit more about that, uh, Hell Monkey and other people. I, I've been joking about you, but NBA, that's, that's only a small, that's only a, that's a minority support and all this sort of kind. But I know it, it is an absolutely big sort of game. It's <laughs> People need to, it, for us, or for me anyway, I could be out there saying Stadia is the best thing from sliced bread and I would be getting all the likes of the day and things like that. <laughs> saying, say, say, saying all the negative sort of stuff is actually harder to do than just go out there and say everything is rosy. And I, I just can't do that. Yeah. So the the argument that people used to make is, oh, well, last year, you know, the games weren't announced uh, like Cyberpunk. It wasn't announced when it was announced for the console. Just give it time. That's the argument that most people made for Stadia. Give it time. Cyberpunk wasn't announced. Eventually it was. 
these games are eventually going to, that's what I was hoping for. I was like, shoot, we're nearing 2K's release date. 2K's here. Nowhere to be found. That's an issue. Anyway, don't want to beat a dead horse, but it's not looking good. Then. That's all I can say. Anyone else want to add to the stadium news? Let's get away from it, man. Let's <laughs> move on. Yeah, I, I need to take an upper now. <laughs> like, like straight right, away. Let's, 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 let's go. Let's go. Xbox Cloud Gaming it is, man. Uh, not, I mean, not a lot of big news. We did get uh, Football Manager 2022 coming same day release in this platform. Again, this is one of those... Um, same day release that is is big. I mean, Football Manager. If you guys don't know, it's actually a pretty big game. Bigger than NBA. In the states, yeah, probably not in the states, but it's huge. And so for them to land in the cloud, um, day one is is kind of a big deal. And I think we're still we haven't got like so the way Xbox Cloud Gaming announces the news, we kind of get the first half early, and then we get the second half. I don't think we've got the second half of releases of games that have come to the platform yet, did we? Monkey, you muted. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry. They should be coming. Uh, what's yeah. the date today? This should yeah. be this week, I believe. Okay, so again. Possibly next week, actually, now I think about for it. that, because the month is not over yet. So no. I always feel they have the bangers at the second announcement so we might even begin more bigger games announced for this platform which we'll talk about in the next podcast if it is announced but yeah not too much there some little indie games nothing really cut not indies but little games that came to the platform nothing really caught my attention but if you guys want to bring that up bring that up but i'm just going to open up to you guys what are your thoughts about xbox cloud gaming news for this week Okay, I'll, I'll jump in first. I think they messed up last week when they did the announcements because most of the, sorry, all but one of the games came to cloud. Uh, the only one that didn't come to cloud was Final Fantasy Thirteen. Uh, I gave them a bit of stick, uh, saying that it was a, it was another regression. Uh, I'm having a bit of fun there uh, with the amount of games coming, and but. Uh, they need to get their they need to get their marketing on point because their games are coming to the cloud and they're forgetting to put them on uh, in the marketing material. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah, I'm a, I'm with Duncan on that because when they announced it, we they only announced four games, but there's since been another three added or two at least. Um, yeah, three because nuclear thrown the atmosphere yeah. and crown trick. Let me let me pull it up. All alive. So I've got it up right now. That that all there breath is edge as well. Added. Yeah. Sounds so cool. breath edge. Yeah, that was announced. That was fine. We knew that was coming. Um, it's been a slow couple of weeks for Xbox. It's not been great. The the games don't really interest me. The one that did, which is the game preview in Craftopia, is not getting the greatest reviews. Um, but as a game preview, as we said previously, it's not going to be the final finished article. But just like we were talking about there, um, football managers going to exclude. I don't need to buy that for PC this year. Um, I, need, I don't need to stop wondering which cloud service I'm going to play that on. Um, 
I'll check it out on Game Pass. I know it's a watered-down version, usually on the consoles, more than playable, but there might be a few features missing from there, which will make me go and purchase that on Steam and play via Shadow or Maximum Settings or the like. Um, but before I do, I can jump in and try it out on xCloud, you know, so I am looking forward to that. Uh, other than that, not much to say about the, the cloud with Xbox this week. Yeah, not the best week, and I will be 100% honest with that. Really not impressed. Um, but hopefully, right, we get an announcement with them soon. If anyone else want to hop onto the Xbox gaming games? I'll say the same thing I kind of say. Like, there's no way every company can have, like, a killer week every single week in gaming. And sometimes it's it's a bit planned. I mean, look how quiet Luna was. And then all of a sudden, we, we get all those announcements. And, and xCloud's been doing that a lot this year as well. And I know, like, as we get into October, November, December it's going to be a steady run of the remaining games still yet to come that were announced in E3 that are all coming to, you know, X Club for game pass for all three um, console cloud and PC. So while not a super exciting week, the announcement for football manager is good, but I kind of expect September to be a little boring for X cloud anyway, because there really is going to be a lot going on for them the last three months of the year. Yeah, sure. I'm just reading the shot. It's actually, yeah. Uh... Anyone else want to add to the Xbox Cloud Gaming News? Yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot more to add outside of, you know, yeah, very disappointing. Very disappointing week. Um, But that isn't to take away from everything else they've done and uh, the progression they've, they've made and the exclusives they have coming. See, so they can afford these weeks because we know they have a few bangers coming pretty soon. So that that's okay. Um, whereas with Stadia, I don't believe you can afford many weeks like this, and uh, without us knowing what you have coming um, outside of you know Ubisoft. Yeah. Again, we've stated it on here like the the fall lineup belongs to unless Luna gets like EA, you know, play. I I think the, it's safe to say the fall lineup probably belongs to xbox cloud game and again they can get flight simulated to the cloud these rumors of the new battlefield coming there is halo this forza and you know the this mornings we haven't even heard yet I mean, so you're right they, oh, they yep. can afford to yeah. but i'm actually kind of impressed with gfn's fall lineup man you know i i it's to me it's Xbox and then it's GFN for me and then Stadium. I think Luna's gonna make some noise, but GFN man, Dying Light Two, uh Kenna, you know, Marvel, and of course Far Cry. Far Cry is a game that X Cloud is probably not gonna see. So I mean they have a pretty solid full lineup too, so yeah, yeah. But not an impressive week. I think that's the message. Most of our panel members the same with Xbox Cloud Gaming this week. Anyone else want to add to that? All right. Any questions you guys see in the chat that you just, we have about like three or five minutes. Any questions you guys want to PlayStation 
let's get into it. Uh, I thought we covered that last week. No? No. Uh, well, maybe. Sneak. That there, was the tech, uh, Tekken 7, uh, Moonlighter, Killing Floor 2, and I think there was a couple of other. It, it, it wasn't a great month, but it was just Steady Eddie sort of games coming. Uh, I'm probably going to be. I forgot. I forgot a game, but that's the games that I, I can remember. I would have sworn. I've I've got them up just now, guys. So Tekken Seven arrived. Uh-huh. That's only there to February next year. Killing Floor Two, Final Fantasy Seven, Windbound. That's a beautiful little game, by the way. Uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker, the definitive edition, and uh, yeah, Moonlighter, as you said, Duncan, and all all of them. Uh, streaming on the consoles and PC, but oh. not Android or iOS devices, mm. which I was hoping to hear from this day yes. play, but again, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Don't know what's going on. Nothing. Eh, it's an okay month for PS Now, man. I, I would have sworn Tekken 7 was there already, but I guess I'm wrong. But anyway, good game if you guys haven't played it yet, but yeah. Yeah, not the most impressive week for them. But again, Luna came out on top as the poll is showing here, guys. And good job, like, letting us know in the polls, right? 46% with five votes. Says Luna's up top by a large margin. And then Stadia's third place with 18%. Xbox is 15 I feel like this, Gamer, would you say this is pretty accurate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it is actually. Okay. I'm good, surprised. Good. Yeah. But you know, that's good because you know, people people in cloud in the cloud space, man, they they're loyalists, but it's like, damn, how how can you be a loyalist with only two years in or a year in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But they're definitely loyalists. They they are. They are. So I, I think this is fair. Again, uh Luna with forty six, Steady with eighteen, GFM with twenty percent, and then Xbox Cloud Game at fifteen. Very accurate. So good job, guys, with being honest with your polling. So we do this every week, and uh, it's pretty fun to see at the end of of the podcast who comes out on top. So that's pretty much it for this week's episode. It's good to be back here. It's good to have the panel members back here. Um, I don't know. We we might do a guest next time, but it's always good just having more time hearing all you guys and you know, getting to learn what stood out to you guys and what didn't. So it's always fun chatting with you, with you guys. But yeah, we might have holds back next week and Ben back too. So it should be fun having the whole crew here. But just want to give you guys a chance to let people know what you do and where they can find you. So to get started, GTP, sir, what do you do and where can people find you? Yeah, pretty much whatever I can for console, cloud, and PC. Game Tech Planet over on YouTube, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. And there's Discord links in all the videos if you guys want to get over there. We should be starting the fall giveaways here pretty soon. Nice, nice. Good stuff. Good stuff overall. Check out GTP, man. Love love the comparison. And, you know, I, I miss your podcast, dude. What's, what's going on with that? We had, yeah, the scheduling issues have been difficult. And that Sunday night time slot was like the only one we could find. And then right. it, it started getting getting hard for us. So we're trying to figure out if we want to 
to to relaunch the podcast at a different time, or we may start doing like a pre-recorded show between the two of us that Ooh. we can put up instead because we could like meet up easier. It's just, yeah. Um, yeah, Joe's schedule changed and my stuff got crazy, so it's been it, it got difficult. So we had to pause it after after like ten episodes, but we're trying to figure it out. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Thanks for bringing that up because I keep forgetting to tell everybody what's going on with it. We just like yeah. made the change and then kept moving. So, yeah, it's always good. Um, that's why I love uh, Sound of Stadia. Deer. They have a little snippet to where they spend like 30 minutes talking. I love like hearing other cloud, not like other cloud gaming discussion pieces. That's not just Google Stadia because shout outs to the community who covers Stadia. I feel like it's a lot of people. So people talking about other things and you guys too, um, Duncan. I I love when people cover other stuff. So you got to get that podcast back up and do something else like that. Good stuff overall. How about you, gamer? What do you do and where can people find you? Oh, man, that's so so in the air right now. But you know, I, I do I do all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah. um, little little short reviews, but you can find me at up Gamer TV Plus YouTube and Twitter. Um, and yeah that's that's it awesome awesome good stuff really love your input man so it's good to have you oh thank you sure for sure duncan sir what do you do where can people find you uh you can find me over at cloudy with games and speaking of other content which isn't just stadia we will be doing a, a deep dive on the latest stuff uh tomorrow at some nice. stage we haven't we haven't uh actually got the time yet we're just going to talk about that and i've, I've just seen a, something in the chat there uh, i've just lost it again it's same um, when the fire stick uh, 4k is coming to the uk it's like early october and uh that could be a good check window that could be coming to the uk yeah so oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) monkey do you have anything you want to plug let people know what you're doing when they can find you yeah so i am off work next week so i'm hoping to bring some videos on good time i don't have work to to hold me back as much as i love my job it interferes with this very much better job of uh creating content on youtube um yeah other than that check out the xs channel we have uh nimbus is going to be doing some streams coming up um he's figuring out his schedule he loves playing Naval Six Siege with uh, with friends, and you know if you're watching, you can jump right in on Stadia. Uh, he's pretty good at the game as well, and he's very relaxed and very well spoken. You'll definitely have a good time with him. Very good with the chat, and um, yeah, look out for this VR channel, guys. It's it's, <laughs> it's coming, it's coming, it's and coming. hopefully we don't have extreme in our name without pushing the boundaries. And this is why we have sore heads and late nights and <laughs> early rises, thinking about it while we're at work uh, yeah. and all sorts of things because we want to we, we wanna get information out there and we want to make it easy for everyone else to do it. So we will put in the hard work and uh, hopefully everyone else can reap the benefits of that. True. So just want to echo that, man. <laughs> The, the amount of work that's going to this VR channel, again, these videos, trying to figure these things out. I, I'm not joking. Monkey 
but a VR headset literally was he contacted chief and he was like, I'm sending this to you. I'm done. Like it, it was, um, it's, it's a lot of work, man. And you see mine here. I'm like still playing with it, but the goal is to help you guys to figure it out. So you guys can know how to do it with ease. And so it's, it's a lot of work, but we are putting in the work and you should, hopefully start seeing the benefits of that pretty soon here but check out the vr channel if you haven't yet and again shout out to nimbus um he's going to be streaming on the excess channel again like uh monkey was saying very relaxed guy it's going to be streaming rainbow six sage um on stadia so if that's something you guys want to be a part of check it out and as Time goes on. We're thinking like Starlink stuff down the line with him. Um, and it's, it's just a lot of stuff in the work for for that channel as well. So stay tuned to that. Subscribe to that if you haven't yet. But appreciate you guys. And we'll see you guys here next week. I appreciate you guys enjoying the show. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Till next time. Peace out. And shout outs to Duncan for the intro. Check out the intro if you guys No, don't bake. <laughs> it's good stuff. I enjoy it. So thanks. Peace out, guys.